Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical. The goal is to spread the love, light, truth, acceptance, and oneness that is Jesus Christ himself. Here at the Jesus Witch Podcast, we believe all people are loved by God and all people are loved by Jesus. We believe in community and the power of fellowship. We believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need. And above all, we believe in the power of creating a relationship with Jesus that is authentic and unique to you. Join me for new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical. The goal is to spread the love, light, truth, acceptance, and oneness that is Jesus Christ himself. Here at the Jesus Witch Podcast, we believe all people are loved by God and all people are loved by Jesus. We believe in community and the power of fellowship. We believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need. And above all, we believe in the power of creating a relationship with Jesus that is authentic and unique to you. Join me for new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok, Instagram, and now on YouTube. If you didn't hear, I recently launched a YouTube channel. You can find the link for that in the show notes page along with the rest of my socials so you can subscribe to me on YouTube. There I'm going to be posting like spell tutorials, little vlogs, um, story times, just whatever I feel like I want to post on there. That's a little bit more long form than a TikTok video I'm going to be putting up on YouTube. So check out the link for that in the show notes page if you want to subscribe and get more Jesus witchy content in your life. In the show notes page, you'll also find different ways that you can help support the Jesus Witch Podcast, such as our Patreon. On our Patreon, you'll find early and ad-free episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast, written transcriptions of the podcast, which makes it easier for you to take notes from um, and learn from each episode. I also offer more Jesus Witch education over on Patreon, such as tarot spreads, spell book pages, and even like exclusive spell tutorials just for Patreon. There are also tiers that I have where you can get happy mail from me each month, which is essentially a mini spell kit. And then we take that spell kit and get on a Zoom together. And we have a spell casting circle with everybody in those Patreon tiers. And it's just so much fun. I love casting spells together. It's just a really cool way to have community. And Jesus says in the Bible that wherever two or three gather in my name, my spirit's there. So it's a cool place to like feel his presence and whatnot. Um, I also have another tier where you can get a one-on-one Zoom session with me each month to discuss your practice, how you're growing and all that. That good stuff but you can find the patreon link in the show notes page along with my etsy link where i have tarot readings astrology readings bible-based spells there's also a link where you can donate to the show to help keep us going and just a bunch of different ways to help support the jesus witch podcast in the show notes but now that we have that out of the way let's talk about this week's episode which is going to be about moon magic 
I feel like when you talk about witchcraft, the first image that people get in their mind is a group of women standing under the bright light of a full moon, dancing around in a circle, sometimes naked, um, and like worshiping the moon in that way. And that's what people think witchcraft and moon magic is. But it could be that. It 100% could be. I'm not saying it can't. But a lot of the time, it looks so much different for other people working with the moon and witchcraft in general. Um, But specifically today, we're going to be talking about working with the moon, what that like really looks like from a practical standpoint and how you can incorporate the moon with bible verses to include the abrahamic pantheon in your moon magic practice so the way that i want to break this episode down first i want to talk about the different moon phases and how you can use them and different bible verses that you can use during each one of them and then i want to tell you a little bit about how i personally work with the moon and what my like full moon or new moon rituals look like because even though i'm going to be sharing information that i learned and that i researched for you guys um i don't apply all of it into my practice so a thing that I've been trying to do with more like educational episodes like this where I'm like relaying a lot of information to you and whatnot um is try to go back and like tell you how I personally apply it into my practice so that I'm not just throwing things at you I'm giving you like ways to actually do the work um instead of just telling you this is how you can do it now figure it out like no this is supposed to be an educational podcast so I'm gonna educate you Anyway, let's talk about the different moon phases and what each of them mean. And just a little note, this episode does have a lot of show notes with it. Um, So if you would like to grab the extended show notes, those are available to our full Patreon supporters. I'll leave a direct link to this episode on Patreon in the show notes page. The moon has eight different phases to it, and it's in like a cyclical motion. Um, So it starts with the new moon, then we go to the waxing crescent, the first quarter moon, the waxing gibbous, the full moon, the waning gibbous, the last quarter moon, and then finally a waning crescent. The new moon is associated with new beginnings. A waxing crescent is associated with money magic and career manifestation. The first quarter moon is associated with love, luck, and healing. A waxing gibbous is associated with gaining momentum. The full moon is good for letting go and recharging. The waning gibbous is good for banishing negativity, cleansing your space, and protection magic. The last quarter moon is good for justice magic, self-discovery, and tying up any loose ends. And then finally, the waning crescent is really great for practicing gratitude and recognizing your achievements. Although each moon phase has different things that they're better for, I just want to make a note that you can do any kind of magic at any time when you feel called to it. There's just certain times of the month or the day or whatever that it might be a little bit more boosted or align better uh, universally or cosmically or whatever word you want to put there. Um, But it's your practice. You're allowed to do whatever you want with it. Also, during any moon phase, you can make moon water or charge your crystals. It just depends on the kind of energy that you want your crystals or your water to be charged with, which would depend or which would determine the moon phase that you put them out under. So now let's talk a little bit more in depth about each of the moon phases and talk about Bible verses that you can use during each one of them and some spell ideas. With the new moon, we're talking about new beginnings and manifesting new goals. Fun fact, I am actually a new moon baby. I was born during the new moon in Taurus, meaning both my sun and my moon are in the sign of Taurus. Just a quick astrology note to know what sign the new moon is in, just look at the sign that the sun is in. Every new moon is conjunct with the sun, so let's say we're in Aries season and you're looking at an Aries new moon, that moon would also be in the sign of Aries. 
So for the new moon phase, I really like the Bible verse, 2 Corinthians 4, 6, which says, Therefore, do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, inwardly we are being renewed day by day. I personally love this Bible verse because it recognizes that we are dealing with difficult things on the outside. And sometimes the things that we're dealing with um, are more invisible. Like for me, I think a lot about my chronic pain with this particular verse because I feel as if my body's wasting away. And even if you can't see it, that's how it feels. Um, but inside every day, right? I have the opportunity to connect with Christ, to have a different opinion, have a different point of view over what I'm going through. And I feel like using this verse during a new moon highlights that opportunity, that unique opportunity we get as people who work with Jesus every day to reclaim something that's new. So a few magical workings that I would suggest doing during a new moon are manifesting goals that are completely new to you, something that you've never like thought of before. Um, if you're starting to work on that, I would recommend using a new moon to start like honing in on that energy. Um, create a new you with like with glamour magic. So you could do that by dyeing or cutting your hair, trying a different style, painting your your nails in a new nail polish color. It doesn't have to be something super drastic as like a huge transformation. You could just like simply like if you're a person that only wears black nail polish, you know, try blue one week and start doing that on the new moon. Might as well, it's, you know, something new. You could do a home blessing or protection spell to help bring some new energy and a new vibe into your home. I actually have a simple home protection spell written on Patreon, so I will leave the link for that grimoire page in the show notes. And finally, if you're going through a particularly chaotic season of life, you could cast a spell to help you cope with the changes and give you a new outlook and a new energy towards what's going on in your life. And now a quick break from our show to talk about a few different ways you can help support the Jesus Witch Podcast. One way you can help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast is by becoming a Patreon supporter of the show. Every supporter of the Jesus Witch Podcast on Patreon gets access to our monthly community oracle card readings, as well as access to a secret Discord channel in the Jesus Witch Church. In that channel, you can leave any Jesus Witch questions or suggestions that you may have, and it's just a better place for us to connect as a Patreon community. We currently have five different Patreon tiers for you to choose from to help expand your knowledge on Jesus and Christian witchery. The first tier that we offer is the Mercury tier, and this provides written transcripts of each episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast to make them more accessible and easier to take notes from. The next tier that we have is The Fool, and that provides early access to the Jesus Witch Podcast, as well as ad-free episodes. The following tier is The Magician tier, which helps to expand your Jesus Witch knowledge with tarot spreads to help you connect with the Abrahamic Pantheon and monthly Bible-based spellbook pages. In the Hierophant tier, we go even further with Bible-based spellwork. Each month, members of this tier get access to an additional Bible-based spellbook page. I also send you a mini spell kit every single month with the ingredients to cast your spell. With this tier, you also get access to a monthly spellcasting circle that happens over Zoom where we cast the spell together and it's a really fun time. Our final tier is the High Priestess tier. This tier gets everything from the previous tiers as well as a one-on-one call with me over Zoom every single month to talk about your practice, where it's going, and what your goals are spiritually. Another way to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast is by shopping at the Sun and Moon Jesus Witchery Shop on Etsy. Over on my Etsy shop, I offer Talking to Jesus tarot readings, Christian witch mystery boxes, Bible-based spell oils, astrology readings, and so much more. You can also help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast by sending a donation directly to my PayPal or Cash App. You can find the links to both of those or any of the other ways to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast in the show notes page. And a quick reminder, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting app you're currently listening to us on. And give us a rating of five stars because that helps to get the word out about the show. If you would like to connect with me further, be sure to join our free Discord group, The Jesus Witch Church, and give me a follow on TikTok and on Instagram at Lena the Jesus Witch. 
now let's go back to our show. Moving on to a waxing crescent. Like I said before, these are really good for money, magic, and career manifestation. So the Bible verse that I associate with the waxing crescent is John 10.10, which says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came so that they may have life and have it abundantly. I really like this Bible verse because it's Jesus talking about how he did not come to limit our lives. He did not come to be a rule book. He did not come to be chains for other people. He came to let us live abundantly, to let us live joyfully, to let us live our life to the full. And I really like this verse for that reason because it's telling us to manifest in a way that's going to create abundance that helps make our life feel full and feel joyful and simply be the things that Jesus wanted for our lives. Some of the magical workings that I would recommend to do during a waxing crescent phase include doing a money bowl spell. I actually have two money bowl spells written on Patreon. There's one that is for magicians and then there's another one that's for Hierophant and High Priestesses. So I'll leave the link to both of those in the show notes page. Um, you could also create a vision board for your career and put things on that vision board that you would like to see happen for your career. Similar to that, you can dress in orange during the waxing crescent phase to attract career success and abundance in that way. Another thing you could do is take action on any manifestations that you started during the new moon phase. As an example, because this is on the forefront of my mind, I am starting a YouTube channel, right? So if I wanted to manifest a thousand subscribers on my YouTube channel, I'd start manifesting that during the new moon. And then during the waxing crescent phase, I would take action on that manifestation. So I would post something to YouTube. I would probably post something on TikTok about my YouTube channel. Um, I would just do things in order to drive attention towards my YouTube channel during that moon phase so that the energy is amplified. The last thing that you could do is you could blow some cinnamon into your home via like your front door. Everybody says to do this on the first of the month. I personally do it on the first of the month. But if you're living by the moon and you want to like work with the moon phases, it's actually like lunarly correct to do it during the waxing crescent. I don't think it matters necessarily when you do it, whether you do it on the first of the month, the new moon, the waxing crescent, the full moon, you know, a random Thursday, the first, th the first Thursday of the month, because that's Jupiter's day. As long as you're doing it once a month, I personally do it every, you know, every first of the month. This month, I forgot to do it on the first of the month. Then I said I was going to do it on the second of the month, and I forgot to do it on the second, and I forgot to do it on the third, and the fourth, and the fifth, and then I did it on the sixth, finally, and I was like, oh, you know what? It works because it's the first Thursday of the month. It's also, you know, the first full moon of the astrological new year, because I'm currently filming or recording this right after um the pink moon um in libra so it was like and it all aligned whatever it just it doesn't matter when you do it just do it and you can justify it but anyway again if you're trying to live lunarly though this is the correct time to do it okay you catch my drift and now a quick break from our show to talk about a few different ways you can help support the jesus witch podcast one way you can help support the creation of the jesus witch podcast is by becoming a patreon supporter of the show Every supporter of the Jesus Witch Podcast on Patreon gets access to our monthly community oracle card readings, as well as access to a secret Discord channel in the Jesus Witch Church. In that channel, you can leave any Jesus Witch questions or suggestions that you may have, and it's just a better place for us to connect as a Patreon community. We currently have five different Patreon tiers for you to choose from to help expand your knowledge on Jesus and Christian witchery. The first tier that we offer is the Mercury tier, and this provides written transcripts of each episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast to make them more accessible and easier to take notes from. 
The next tier that we have is The Fool, and that provides early access to the Jesus Witch Podcast, as well as ad-free episodes. The following tier is The Magician Tier, which helps to expand your Jesus Witch knowledge with tarot spreads to help you connect with the Abrahamic Pantheon and monthly Bible-based spellbook pages. In the Hierophant Tier, we go even further with Bible-based spellwork. Each month, members of this tier get access to an additional Bible-based spellbook page, I also send you a mini spell kit every single month with the ingredients to cast your spell. With this tier, you also get access to a monthly spell casting circle that happens over Zoom where we cast the spell together and it's a really fun time. Our final tier is the High Priestess tier. This tier gets everything from the previous tiers as well as a one-on-one call with me over Zoom every single month to talk about your practice, where it's going, and what your goals are spiritually. Another way to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast is by shopping at the Sun and Moon Jesus Witchery Shop on Etsy. Over on my Etsy shop, I offer Talking to Jesus tarot readings, Christian Witch mystery boxes, Bible-based spell oils, astrology readings, and so much more. You can also help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast by sending a donation directly to my PayPal or Cash App. You can find the links to both of those or any of the other ways to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast in the show notes page. And a quick reminder, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting app you're currently listening to us on. And give us a rating of five stars because that helps to get the word out about the show. If you would like to connect with me further, be sure to join our free Discord group, The Jesus Witch Church, and give me a follow on TikTok and on Instagram at LenaTheJesusWitch. Now let's go back to our show. Let's talk about the next moon phase, which is the first quarter moon, which is good for love, luck, and healing. The Bible verse that I associate with the first quarter moon is Jeremiah 17, 14, which says, Heal me, my Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. I like this verse because it's one of those, you know, ask and you shall receive and like call out to God and he'll answer sort of verses. I like working with those kind of verses in a healing sense because it's really healing to believe and to know that your God is going to come and rescue you when you ask to be rescued or come and heal you when you ask to be healed or come and love you when you ask to be loved. Here's a little astrology tip about the first quarter moon. Similarly to the new moon, you can figure out what sign the first quarter moon is in just by knowing where your sun sign is. So the sun sign um, and the new moon sign are the same. So if you're in Aries, right, then they'll both be in Aries. But the first quarter moon is the next sign that's in the same modality. So Aries is a cardinal sign. So the next cardinal sign would be Cancer. So the first quarter moon during Aries season is in the sign of Cancer. So that's a little trick to help you just figure out what zodiac sign you might be working with. Um, But you could always check online on astro.com and see what the chart of the moment is and know what the moon sign is at any time of the day or at any time of the month. But anyway, a couple of magical workings that I would recommend during doing during the first quarter moon would be creating a good luck charm, doing a love spell with your partner, and like only do love spells consensually. I don't believe in doing a love spell to make somebody fall in love with you because that's like not authentic. You know what I'm saying? You want somebody to love you for you and want to cast love spells with you to strengthen your relationship, not, you know, force them into a relationship with you by charming them or doing something of that nature. Um, Healing spells, incorporating green and color magic in that way because green is a healing color. Using crystals such as green adventuring and, and jade for good luck and healing. This would also be a good time to initiate mundane things in your healing journey, such as scheduling a therapy session, taking a multivitamin, going for a hot girl walk, whatever it may be, just doing something for your physical body and for your health. 
The next moon phase that we have is the waxing gibbous, um, which is good for helping you to gain momentum. So the Bible verse that I personally associate with this moon phase is Jeremiah 29 11, which says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord's plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. I feel like everybody who like kind of knows the Bible knows this Bible verse. It's one of those like ones that you see plastered on every mug, every sign, every this, that, the third. Like it's a really popular Bible verse, probably second to John 316 um but and so for that reason I don't necessarily work with it a lot because I do feel like it is a cliche bible verse however I feel like it's an easy one to relate to so if it's one that you love and you work with a lot personally that's great I'm not knocking you it's just not one that personally like resonates with me when I think about um you know, these kind of things for myself, I usually work within like the Corinthians. I just also resonate a lot more with Paul's words. However, I like this for the waxing gibbous phase because when you're trying to gain momentum and when you're trying to like work on a goal and trying to move forward, sometimes there's a lot of hopelessness that comes with it. You know, meeting a lot of roadblocks, having a lot of discouragement, um, not growing as quickly as you want to, things like of that nature. So I like this Bible verse because I feel like it encourages just having faith that the Lord is like prospering you is helping you move forward on his timeline I mean even if it doesn't look exactly like our own um but we are moving forward and that's that's what matters a few magical workings that I recommend to do during the waxing gibbous phase adding energy into previous spells that you've created you know to help them gain some momentum review the goals that you've set for yourself and how you're working on them like asking if um asking yourself if what you're doing is actually helping you move forward or, you know, if you could shift your course a little bit to be a little bit more um, practical for you and more effective for you, if that makes sense. Just reflecting on that whole process may help. Doing divination to learn the best places to set your goals and direct yourself on working towards them and putting like energy in your life too. I feel like that's like a good thing to do during this moon phase. And then finally, doing things that bring you joy and fuel your passion for life or like casting spells to help increase your joy. I feel like that's important to do during a gaining momentum phase, right? Because the more joy you have, the more thirst for life you have, the more passion you have, the more you're going to want to complete your goals and actually run towards them, if that makes sense. So I feel like this is a good time to really hone in on, you know, creating your own joy and like expanding on it and creating a healthier and happier mindset for yourself. I have a Bible-based joy jar spell on Patreon to help you increase your joy. I'll leave the link for that in the show notes page, but I feel like focusing on joy is really important during this particular moon phase as well as all the time because joy is just, joy helps you have that thirst for life. Um, so if you need help creating and increasing your joy, start doing it during the wax and gibbous phase and continue going through the entire month. The next moon phase on our list is the full moon, which is good for letting go and recharging. So the, I actually have two Bible verses that I associate with the full moon. The first one is Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, which says, come to me, all you are who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And the second one is 1 Peter 5, uh, 7, which says, cast all your anxieties onto him because he cares for you. I feel like a lot of people do a big emotional let go during the full moon phase. And wait, I just want to make a note how I'm intentional. I don't say like an emotional release because one of my wise friends taught me um, be about being conscious about your words, right? So if you're saying release, 
Think about that word. Think about the etymology of that. Release. What is a lease? A lease is when you sign a contract saying like, I'm going to, you know, carry this thing. I'm going to have this thing for a period of time. And then I'm going to release it, you know, like bring it back and redo it and continue signing this lease. So like if you're releasing your pain, you're basically saying I'm letting go of it for a little bit, but I'm open to it coming back because I'm open to re-signing that lease with you know, my pain sort of thing. So when you're saying I'm letting go of it, that's more of like a I'm banishing out of my body. I do not want this back kind of way to speak. Um, so sometimes it sounds a little bit funny because of the way, you know, like American and English, American English. I don't know if like UK English is the same with language. I, I, you know, I know that UK English has a couple of like, you know, different like you guys spell favorite different um, and all that good stuff. But anyway, um, <laughs> but you know, it sounds a little bit funny, but it's more intentional with my language. So that's why I say let go constantly instead of release. But anyway, a lot of people do a big like emotional like let go and, you know, try to get rid of um, things have, that haven't been serving them, that have been, you know, wearing them down and are just not healthy for them to be, you know, caring emotionally. And these are both verses that talk about like letting go of your anxiety or letting go of your sadness and your heaviness by giving it to God, giving it to Jesus, giving it to spirit, to the universe. And I think that's a really good message and a good thing to work with during the new, um, during the full moon phase, especially if you're working on, you know, uh, uh, on your emotional state and focusing on that. A few magical workings that you could do during the full moon phase, doing shadow work to help you let go of past traumas and hardships during this moon cycle would help, scheduling a day of rest during this moon cycle. A lot of people feel the energy of the full moon so intensely. So the best way to deal with it and the best way to work with it and the best way to do magic with it is by resting and honoring your body. Like everybody, I feel like on TikTok specifically, you see all these like, how I worked with the full moon and these like insane altars that are being changed every month and these huge spells and like if that speaks to you god bless go do it i'm not saying don't but if that does not speak to you and you feel like you need to emotionally and physically recharge by resting during this moon phase please do it don't be pressured by tiktok to like do a huge magical working nine times out of ten on the full moon i don't do shit because i want to rest so you know Work with your body, work with your mind, make your practice yours, not the person that you saw on TikToks. Um, end of rant. A couple of other things that you could do during this moon phase. You can journal about the goals that you set during your new moon phase, what you've been doing to achieve them, how that's been working for you, progress that you've seen, you know, things that you would like to still grow. You could write a letter of things that you want to let go and burn it. There are two reasons to burn it. One, because you're like literally watching it go, you're watching it disintegrate and like leave the earth space, right? But two, in Revelation, they talk about like burning incense to get the prayers up to God. Um, so if you're burning your letter, right, you could be intentionally burning it to send the prayer up to Jesus or send the prayer up to God or whoever, whatever deity you're working with for your new moon ritual. Another thing that you could do is make moon water to use in spell work. You could do this during any moon phase depending on like the type of energy you want for your moon water but if you want something really powerful and energy filled and charged 
the full moon is probably your best bet to do it. And that's why it's so popular to make moon water during the full moon. Um, I also want to shout out another spell that I wrote on Patreon. It's like a full moon let it go spell jar. And it's specifically uh, designed to help you let go of emotions using the Bible and using like a Bible verse for it. So if you would like to check that out, the link for that is in the show notes page. And I know I'm shouting out Patreon a lot during this episode, but I'm also proud of the fact that we have so many different spells on Patreon in such a large um, index of things. And now everything is all organized and has like tags to it because Charlie went through and like tagged every single post and made it like all nice and good, good and neat so that it's easier for you to find all these spells. Um, So there's just a lot of spells on there and I'm proud of the fact that there is so many Bible-based spells. So I just want to highlight the fact that we have different spells in case you're interested in them. So the next moon phase that we're talking about is the waning gibbous, which is good for banishing negativity, cleansing, and protection. So the Bible verse that I associate with this moon phase is Deuteronomy 31.6, which says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. I personally love verses like this for protection because these are the verses that I see as like guarantees from the Abrahamic God if you work with him that he is going to protect you no matter what Um, and that like protection is guaranteed when you have a relationship with him. So I really love using verses like this in protection magic and that's why I associated with the waning gibbous especially if we're doing protection magic and like banishing negativity because you could look at this as a way to banish negativity as well because you're saying be strong and courageous right you're not looking at your depression you're not looking at your anxiety you're not looking at the shit that other people are saying to you you are being strong and courageous and you're banishing negativity from your life a few magical workings that you could do to work with the waning gibbous phase include cleaning your home to get rid of any negative energies casting a warding spell i personally have an abundance ward water ward spell that i absolutely love because it takes the negativity that other people's throw at me and turns it into abundance for myself it's one of the ones that i have on patreon and i absolutely love transmuting the energy in that way and i feel like that would be a really good kind of spell to cast during the waning gibbous um reading overprotection psalms, working with crystals such as black tourmaline and selenite to cleanse your energy and protect yourself, Um, and then maybe doing a cord cutting ritual to remove toxic people or behaviors from your life would be a good idea to do under this moon to work with that energy and to get more of that like amplified banishment. The last moon phase is the last quarter moon and similarly to the new moon first quarter moon and full moon which i forgot to explain when we talked about the full moon so i'll do that now you can figure out the last quarter moon's astrological sign just by looking at um the sun sign whatever sun sign we're in so for the full moon it's really easy. The full moon's going to be whatever's opposite of the sun sign. So right now we're in Aries season. So the full moon was in Libra because Libra is the opposing sign to Aries. Then the last quarter moon is going to be the final sign that is in the same modality as um, your sun sign. So like I said before, Aries is a cardinal sign. So we're going by the cardinal sign. So we had Aries as the new moon. The first quarter moon was Cancer. The full moon was in Libra. And then finally, the last quarter moon would be the final cardinal sign, which is Capricorn. The last quarter moon is good for justice, magic, self-discovery, and tying up any loose ends. For this reason, I associate this moon phase with Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared us in advance for us to do. 
I like this verse a lot for self-discovery because I believe, you know, a lot of us don't know like what our destiny is or like what our passions are and the things we're supposed to chase after in life and the ways that we're supposed to grow ourselves, right? But God does. He knows our path. He knows the ways that we're supposed to grow. He knows what will fulfill us and make us live the most abundant life. And I feel like using this verse can help you get aligned with that path and bring that, you know, bring that passion and bring that, that you're supposed to do more to the forefront. Some magical workings that you can do during the last quarter moon include justice magic, self-love spells, reflect on the ways that you've been mundanely working on your goals, how are these things working for you, readjusting your course if you need to is good during this time, working with crystals such as rose quartz for self-love or tiger's eye to help you gain self-confidence as you continue move forward, moving forward towards your goals. The final moon phase that we're going to talk about is the waning crescent, which is good for practicing gratitude and recognizing your achievements. For this reason, I like the verse 1 Thessalonians 5.18, which states, Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you, who you belong to in Christ Jesus. I think it's pretty self-explanatory why I like this Bible verse for this particular moon phase, but I just think it's so important to be thankful in all circumstances. That doesn't mean you have to necessarily be thankful for everything that you're experiencing, but as long as you can find at least one thing to be thankful for, one thing to be like, you know what, God, this sucks that I'm going through, you know, whatever I'm going through right now, but at least I have XYZ, I feel like that's so important and this verse helps us focus on that. Some magical workings that you can do during the waning crescent phase. Create a list of all things that you're thankful for. Celebrate your victories during this past moon cycle. Do divination to help identify circumstances where you can practice more gratitude. Take a rest day to help you prepare for the upcoming new moon. Um, or do a spell to, you know, just enhance your gratitude and to recognize how grateful you are. I will leave an abundance gratitude spell and a gratitude tarot spread from my Patreon in the show notes page so you could check those out. But those are all of the different moon phases and how you could work with each one of them. I hope that that information was useful to you. So now let's talk a little bit about my personal moon phase practice and what I do um, to work with the moon. Me personally, the moon is not a huge part of my practice. I go more based on the astrology sign. Um, so I definitely do things for the Taurus new moon and the Scorpio new moon and then the Taurus full moon and the Scorpio full moon. I'm a Taurus sun moon and a Scorpio rising. So for me, working with those signs is really, really, really important. Other moons that I pay close attention to Aries, things that happen during Aries season because Aries is in my sixth house of health and of service. So obviously as a chronically ill person, I want to manifest good health and better days with my health. Um, and then it also being in my house of service, I would like to figure out how I can serve you better. So I do a lot of divination surrounding that during like major Aries phases. As most of you know, I'm a Leo midheaven, so doing things during the Leo phase is important for me, as well as doing things during the Aquarius phase, because not only is that my nadar, but I have Jupiter in Aquarius. So Aquarius things are lucky for me, and they bring me abundance. So when I do magic during Aquarius moon phases, I do it with the intention of bringing more abundance or activating my Jupiter placement. I also pay attention to Gemini and Sagittarius moon phases because my husband is a Gemini sun. My first son is a 
Sagittarius sun, and then my second sun is a Gemini moon. All three of them have important Gemini and Sagittarius placements, so I like to work with those moon phases in order to, you know, keep them energetically healthy and aligned, and just if I'm going to, like, cast a protection spell on my kids or on my husband or something like that, I might opt to do it during one of those moon signs versus another. However, I do like to pay attention to the new moon and the full moon, and I usually do stuff for them. Some months I forget, some months I'm not motivated, and that's okay. I don't believe in having a perfect practice. I think that that's like really unrealistic for the modern day American, especially if you're like a mom or a parent and like trying to run a business and trying to like, you know, survive in 2023. I'm a big advocate in making your practice work for you if you couldn't tell. If it's not in a particular sign that I want to work with, the full or new moon magic that I'll do is a little bit more generalized. So maybe I'll continue manifesting for my businesses, you know, during a new moon. During a full moon, I like to pull some tarot cards and reflect on my emotions. I also like to do like some sort of letting go ritual. My husband and I work with the new moon and the full moon together a lot of the time. If you did not know, particularly the full moon, if you do spicy magic or spicy time with your partner, um, you know, if you have sex during the full moon, that creates a further soul bond or a soul tie. So we're fairly intentional about that because both him and I have decided that we would like to have as much of a soul tie as we can during our lifetime. I also really like to take ritual baths with my spell oils, the ones that I sell in my Etsy shop. Um, so if it's like a full moon, I'll usually do it with the protected by self love oil. If it's a new moon, I'll do one with like the liquid gold oil. Um, I'll also do on the new moon, I like working with my choose joy oil. My mother goddess one, I use all the time because I use that with my divine feminine. Um, I, I use all these oils all the time, but that's just what I don't necessarily put in a moon bath. I like doing that one like if, you know, if my moon cycle, like my personal moon cycle, you know, my period, I'm just going to be normal. I'm going to say that. Um, but if my period like syncs up with like a full moon or a new moon, that's when I'll take like a ritual bath using that oil. But typically I like using the other three that the mother goddess I use a lot more for like wisdom and things like that. But I digress. I love taking baths on the full and new moon. That's really fun. Um, I try to be intentional about like recognizing the new moon, especially as somebody who's born during the new moon. Um, I feel like it's important and like I'm connected to that specific phase. So I like to at least recognize her and a lot of people don't hype the new moon up as much as they do the full moon so I try to hype up my new moon I love her I personally work with Asherah as the moon like I work with the Abrahamic God as the Sun so when the moon comes out like for balance right that's Asherah for me and um, so I do things to honor her during the full or the new moon phases maybe I'll do some tarot spreads with her light a candle for her you know wear some grounding crystals that she likes you know whatever it may be I try to connect with Asherah at least during one day of the the new or full moon phase and that's also something to note too, if you didn't know, the full and the new moon itself can be worked with for three days. So you could work with it the day before, the day during, and then the day after. So if you want to do one day, like, you know, dedicate your day to Ashra, do the next day to do a protection spell, do the next day to do like a letting go spell, you know, whatever it may be, whatever combination you want to do, that's totally fine. For the pink moon, I was doing something every single day. And um, I think that's, that's fine if you want to work with your magic then. 
I also do a lot of dancing and music magic during full new moons. Music magic is like some of my favorite things to do and that's why I have to do an updated worship episode of this podcast because I have grown so much with my like musical practice um, since I recorded the first one a year ago. But a thing I really love to do is go outside, put my AirPods in, and do some sort of shuffle nancy. So it depends on the type of playlist that I'll use, and I'll get more into this when we do the worship episode, but uh, right now I've been loving the Spotify DJ, the AI DJ for doing shuffle nancy. So if you go on Spotify and you search up DJ, you'll see this like little blue circle, and you click on it, and this is this guy. Listen. I'm going to get you started with Ariana Grande and a few other artists in that zone. So then it'll go and like play, you know, different songs that sound like Ariana Grande. And that's like really good for Shufflemancy because you don't know what he's going to start with and then you don't know what he's going to play next. So I'll like put my AirPods in and I'll click on, you know, my little guy, my AI DJ, and um, I'll go outside during the full moon and listen to it and dance and like, you know, gain that energy. If it's the new moon phase because it's like really dark where I live, you know, like there's no streetlight. I'll you know dance in my own house because I don't um, I don't particularly like dancing in the dark especially where I live because it's in like the mountains and we got bears here and like other creatures so you want to at least be able to see and the moonlight helps you see but um, yeah that's like another thing I really like to do is like doing shuffle mancy and dancing during the moon phase and I really love that AI DJ for shuffle mancy right now but anyway we're gonna do another worship episode and we'll talk more about that then but these are all the practices that I personally do during the the full and new moon phases and how I like work with the moon like I said before for me it's more important to work with the zodiac sign um because I'm an astrology girly you can't blame me I love my astrology so I like to work with the signs but I hope that this episode was useful for you and taught you a little bit about how to work with the moon and gave you some ideas and Bible verses that you could use during moon phases and um, just encourage you to use the Bible a little bit more in your magic and just add it into different witchy things. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app and give us a rating of five stars wherever you're listening to us right now because it helps get the word out about the show. If you would like to connect with me on social media, I have a Instagram, a TikTok, and a YouTube channel all with the same name, Lena the Jesus Witch. And if you would like to connect even further, I have a free Discord group called the Jesus Witch Church. You can find the links to all of those in the show notes page. And in the show notes page, you could also find the links to all of the different spells that we talked about in this episode, you can find the links to our Patreon, my Etsy shop, ways to donate to the show, and other different ways you could help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast. So for today's verse of the day, today, day, 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 I am currently recording this the day before Easter. So a lot of Easter Bible verses have been like on the forefront of my mind. Um, so the verse that I would like to read for us is Ephesians 2, 5, which says that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. I really like this verse because I was thinking a lot about like the death to life aspect of Jesus and how like everybody, everybody has a part of ourselves that we want to die. For me, it's my pain. Like I, I'm fucking sick of being in pain, right? And for me, I feel like it prevents me from living life to my, like to the fullest. So how could I put that 
part of me to death. Obviously, I can't take it away, right? But the thing I could do is change my perspective about it, right? So, you know, having Christ and looking at the things that he gave me, he gave me the idea for this podcast. He gives me the, you know, momentum to create it every week. He gives me people who listen to this podcast and support it and like genuinely help my family pay our bills because you like the content that we're creating here. And I need to focus on those things, not the amount of pain that I'm in. And that's how I put that pain to death by not letting it win. Um, easier said than done, trust me. But that's why I like that verse a lot. And that's why like, I, I really like Easter. I've always liked Easter. I've always liked the meaning of it. Because um, I feel like it's just a good reminder for all of us who believe in Jesus that he's really a transformational deity. He's somebody who wants to watch us grow. He wants to watch us succeed. He wants to watch us, you know, live our life to the full and be happy and be ourselves and be authentic. And I don't feel like there's a lot of deities whose sole purpose is to make you feel good about yourself. And I really feel like that's who Jesus is at the core of his character. Feeling good about yourself so that you can feel good about others and be kind to them. That's all he asks from us. Um, and I feel like this is a verse that kind of highlights that aspect of like, you know, even though things suck, we have life and we have joy through him. And that's what we have to focus on. Again, easier said than done. And, you know, I'm not discounting mental health and things like that, but just my two cents about that verse. But anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I hope you had a wonderful Easter season. Um, thank you so much for listening again and supporting and all that good stuff. All right. Bye. I'll see you next week. <laughs>